0: Gala Radio presents Beethoven the Basics the podcast with Andy Bush.
1: Hi I'm Andy Bush and thanks for downloading the first in our series of Beethoven the Basics podcasts. These are bite sized episodes based on the four part Scala radio series of the same name, which originally broadcast in April 2020 as part of our celebrations of the great composer's 250th birthday. Imagine you're sat in a pub about to meet Beethoven for the first time. You've got him a drink, real ale, and you've covered all bases by getting him salt and vinegar crisps and scampy fries. So check your fringe in the mirror and get ready because here he comes. And seeing as this is the first episode, we'll begin at the beginning.
0: Episode one, Meet the Parents.
1: I'm a total newcomer to classical music. My day job is playing rock and roll songs on my absolute radio show. But I've been classical curious for a while now, and I've always kind of bottled it when trying to find out more. I remember walking into the classic section of our local music shop in Exeter back in the day and feeling as confused as I do in places like, say, the deli counter, when you have to come up with weights and measurements, or anywhere in a DIY store. Where to start. So for ages, classical music for me has just been this distant stranger. The kind of music you hear on banking adverts, or if you're on hold to HMRC, or when you plug your earphones into the armrest on a plane. Remember those? But one character has always stood out. Ludwig van Beethoven, with his mad hair, searing intensity, and that intimidating stare he has in every picture, like he just accidentally spilled his pint in a pub. Kind as I do from the world of rock and roll, I've always felt he would have held his own with modern firebrands like your Gallagher Brothers, or Bowie, or Keith Richards. That's why I've chosen him as my departure point for this journey into the classics. I've enlisted a formidable array of musicians to help us along the way and keep me on the right track. In this, our first episode, we start at the very beginning. In December 1770, this great genius came into the world kicking and screaming, and continued to do so for the next 56 years. Here's musical director of the Hallé Orchestra in Manchester, Sir Mark Elder.
2: Beethoven was born into one of the great cities on the edge of the River Rhine, Bonn. Bonn was near Cologne, but Bonn was the seat of the Elector of Cologne. And this was a very, very significant part of his early experience and education because his father johann was a pretty tricky guy he was talented he could teach singing he could teach keyboard playing and he sang in the court choir he was not a talented professional but he was a hard working professional loved to drink loved partying and he saw very soon that in his son ludwig there was a very extraordinary and unusual talent And he must have at some point quite early on realised that his son's talent was going to be better than his.
1: I don't know about you, but whether it's literature, movie, music or theatre, the troubled characters always seem to be the most interesting. And for me, it's Ludwig van Beethoven's tumultuous start in life that forges the complexity of his character. If you want to work out why someone is the way that they are, you need to go back to the beginning. And it's undeniable that Beethoven had a pretty tough upbringing. Conductor Jonathan Hayward tells us more. The first thing I always remember about his music is how incredibly
3: mature his music sounds. And I think that is directly correlated to his family life. He was, of course, one of seven children, but only three of those out of the seven survived. And he came through really hardships. I mean, it's infamously known that his father was an abusive alcoholic. And particularly after his Ludwig van Beethoven's mother's passing. It only became worse that his father became even more abusive and really dependent on alcohol.
1: Yet amongst all this chaos, there was one person in the young Beethoven's life that he could call his rock. his conductor Mark Elder.
2: His mother was a great figure of strength in this family life. She was a woman with a serious temperament, a serious look in her eye. She was very disciplined herself. She had to be to survive. And Beethoven, I think, really loved her and was very fond of her and thought about her always when he was away from home.
1: But like any great novel or movie, fate can intervene to change our protagonist's life and set them on a vastly different track. Things get profoundly darker. Here's cellist Matthew Barley. Tragically, his mother died when Beethoven was 17 and from that age, Beethoven really took over the main responsibilities of the household. He was the main breadwinner. His father was a pretty hopeless case. He was an alcoholic. Uh, he couldn't keep up his court duties as a singer because of his alcohol problems. And his behaviour just got more and more erratic. He was hauled out of police cells a couple of times. He used to beat Beethoven. Uh, he subjected into a very tough re- regime of music lessons. And uh, occasionally there were eyewitness accounts that Beethoven, aged 8, 9, 10, would be woken up at The small hours of the morning, two or three o'clock or something, dragged out of bed and forced to perform for his father and his drunken friends like a sort of circus monkey. This whole concept of an overbearing parent sensing their child's prodigious talent and seeing future dollar signs seems to be a pattern that endures right into the present day. I think we can picture plenty of young sports, films and music stars whose lives have sadly been controlled by greedy adults. And that was no different for Beethoven. Conductor Carlo Rizzi backs this up.
3: The father clearly understood the special qualities of Ludwig, and he thought that he could have put uh, this a good use uh, as uh, the father of Mozart <laughs> done with uh, with Mozart. So he forced Beethoven to study every time of the day the piano. Actually, a report uh, of people that. Uh, said that they were uh, hearing uh, uh, you know, Beethoven crying uh, because his father was uh, beating him up if he was not playing well.
1: Now, despite his dad sounding like a right old nasty bit of work straight out of a Dickens novel, it seems that learning the basics did provide Beethoven with the essential building blocks for his musical future. Mark Elder clarifies.
2: His father was pretty cruel to him, pretty hard-driven, and he emphasised to Beethoven that he got to learn the music profession the right way. And when Beethoven tried on the keyboard to play his own music, to invent music, which he did with ease, with great brilliance, when from a very early age, you know, before he was, his voice had broken, he could improvise. His father used to reprimand him and say, no, do what I say. Learn music the right way. Later on, you can play the way you want to play, but you've got to learn the basics. And of course, that's still an incredibly important part of learning any language. And music is, after all, just another form of Sonic language. You have to learn it from the bottom up.
1: So the young Ludwig's dad was a nightmare, almost a caricature, like one of those super awful boo hiss dads you get in a book or a movie, a Heathcliff, a Mr Wormwood, Anakin Skywalker. You know the type. Here's more from Scala
0: Radio presenter and composer Jack Pepper. Beethoven's dad just didn't really look after the family. He drank a lot and regularly uh, to the point that he was pensioned off at half salary of his regular job that suddenly meant that, that Beethoven with several younger brothers to look after had to step up to the plate. So Beethoven at a young age ended up almost becoming a father figure to his younger brothers because the real father figure was generally not around and not doing his job so it's fair to say that the family atmosphere was fairly tense Beethoven had to be quite mature quite quickly and stand in where others were not willing to do so it's fair to say that made life quite difficult for Beethoven he struggled at school you can see his uh, textbooks where he would scroll in the margins trying to work out maths trying to spell things uh, some people actually think that he was dyslexic uh, but Beethoven left school permanently at the age of 11 can you believe it and uh, and had to make his way in the world. So again, another case of of a young boy having to act like an adult.
1: Conductor Carlo Rizzi describes how Beethoven, in the early years, reads like a column in a showbiz gossip mag. It's stranger than fiction. At a certain
3: point in his life, when Beethoven was about eighteen, the father was in such a bad state that Beethoven got an injunction for the pension or the money of the father to be paid directly to himself, because otherwise all the money was going into, into alcohol, basically. So uh, possibly from this we can start to understand a little bit of the difficulty also that Beethoven had to relate uh, later on when he was uh, older to other people uh, and uh, to the society in general.
1: Now I'm not sure if you're getting the same vibe but it's pretty clear even at this early stage that Beethoven was born into unimaginable conflict and had to learn pretty quickly to fight to survive. One of the things that's always drawn me to him is that he is conflict. From an early age that's all he knew and to him life was war. Protect what you have or someone's going to take it away from you. Beethoven was a scrapper. And he seems to have developed that old head-on-young-shoulders thing that kids who have to deal with lapsed parents acquire as a vital self-defence mechanism.
0: Scala Radio presents Beethoven The Basics, the podcast with Andy Bush.
1: So that's part one, and we're just getting started. Join me, Andy Bush, in the second Beethoven The Basics podcast when we turn to the young Ludwig's musical influences. Essentially, if he had posters of composers on his bedroom wall, who would they have been? To find out more about Beethoven The Basics and all of the Scala Radio shows and presenters, from Simon Mayo to Angelica Bell and Mark Kermode to Penny Smith, head to ScalaRadio.co.uk. A huge thanks to the London Philharmonic Orchestra for providing the music across this series, and thank you for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please rate, review and subscribe. If we go back to our earlier analogy of meeting Beethoven in a pub, let's just say we've got on well and we've arranged to meet up again next week to go to the cinema.) <laughs>